Hello and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how technology is changing the way we interact with the world. This week, we're going to get back into the trust versus tracking thing. <laughs> Please stay tuned. Terrifying Robot Dog is next. Um, mm. Clever name, I do admit. Yeah. So make sure your car is humming right along. So Kelly, yeah. in our in our completely not sponsored podcast, mm-hmm. actually that's not sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Kelly pointed me to this. Uh, what's it? Hum dot com, right? Yes, hum dot com. And it's a looks like it's a uh, basically a little device that you plug into the diagnostic port on your car, and it does a whole bunch of sort of smart phony smart things which uh, is is pretty it is pretty cool i have to say i'm like totally not a car person but uh the, being able to sort of put an app interface on your phone for your car is surprisingly attractive yeah it is like we've got a we've got an issue with our van right now and it would be nice to just be able to plug it in and and the onboard diagnostic computer and look at an app and be like, Oh, it's, it's this thing. Just so we'd know, I mean, we'll start to take it to someone else to get it fixed, but it would be nice to know, like, do we need to take it now or can we wait a couple of weeks? That kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually, it looks like a suite of products. So there's a a couple Mm -hmm. of, there's a couple of things that look like the actual plug. And then there's like a hands-free talking speaker type of thing. And, you know, so it's it's like, oh, cool. And there's like a video of a kid coming home on college break and he almost hits a deer and swerves off the road. And it's kind of like an on, OnStar ad where the, um, you know, the, the thing calls for help, basically. And, you know, the speaker says, hey, do you need help? He says, yeah. And, you know, OK, everybody saves the day. Mm-hmm. So that seems like, you know, that's like OnStar or it's like, uh, I don't even know what the one we have an Outback that has some option like that. Yeah, there's an, there's another service I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, but we didn't. Get, I, I know there's multiple out there. Yeah, and and I don't I don't even know if I got it. I don't think I got it, and I don't know. I don't know. Somehow this combination of features because it does other stuff too, but the combination of the being able to see the kind of making your car into a smart car, and being able to and also having that like kind of backup crash detection thing is is I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's like it's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I have an almost 16 year old who will be starting to drive in uh, about three months. <laughs> yeah, uh, which coincidentally coincides with about the same time I start breathing into paper bags. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the idea of well, first of all, paying you know having having this for the vehicle diagnostics is nice. I'm not sure if I would pay the monthly subscription. Uh, from what I understand, you buy the hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, which is available, and and then you pay for a subscription, which is available at a couple of levels. And I think, I think the fifteen dollar one gives you a, a pretty good amount of stuff, like fifteen dollars a month, and then the hardware is like fifty bucks from from what I can tell from the side. Mm. And um, you know, the, the the diagnostics is nice, but I'm not sure I would pay fifteen bucks a month for it. But the um, the crash detection, you know, if 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 my newly driving sixteen year old gets into an accident, I want to. I would, it would be nice to know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing, though, is it has a lot of tracking features in it, and it has a lot of other things, too. Like, for instance, it will um, 
you can set up geofencing to get alerts if the vehicle goes outside of a certain area and it will it will detect and log what it considers to be unsafe driving and you can set alerts that will let you know if the vehicle is speeding and so from this whole tracking perspective it gets a little i don't know intrusive mm. and and i'm like eh, i don't <laughs> agree with those i don't want those but at the same time freaking out about the thought of my kid getting behind the wheel for the first time it's like maybe on some level i do want them i'm just not allowing myself to because i think in the long run they're not good Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know yeah yeah i don't know i mean i i get to i i get to kind of at least temporarily opt out of this whole worry because i am so sure that that it'll be illegal to drive a car by the time cooper is 16 so Uh, but I don't know. This is sort of, it's, I don't know. Like in the past we've talked about, there was, there all sorts of tracking things came out about maybe three years ago. Mm -hmm. It was like all of a sudden the startup world was like, you know, a bunch of people with no kids were like, you know, it'd be great if parents could track their kids. And then, and it was sort of, I, I saw a lot of parents really strongly falling on one end of the spectrum, this sort of, um, you know, there was like one group that was like, heck yeah. Yeah. And then another group that was like, heck no, no way. You know, trust don't track. And, yeah, it seems pretty polarizing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was, you know, definitely very helicoptery with Cooper, you know, first kid and stuff. But mm-hmm. I still, something about that really turned me off. But the, the addition of the car into the mix you know, I say all the time, like driving a car is the most dangerous thing the average person will ever do by a mile. Yeah. And I, I hate it. I hate driving. I don't like it personally. I don't like being in a car. There's nothing about it I like. And, ugh. but of course kids, well, I don't know. I mean, I do know some people that were like, you know, some kids are like, yeah, I didn't get my license until I was 30. You know, some people don't, but, and we live in a city, so maybe it wouldn't be a big deal, but I don't know. I don't know. I, what I'm saying is I don't know what I would do. Because I kind of, I don't feel like totally against it in this particular situation for, I think, combination of the car and I don't know. Yeah, I used to be very against it. But when she hit high school, I did start using, there There were a few instances where I have found myself using like the, the AT&T family map. Um, not, not because of like I don't trust her or anything like that, but just because... Like, oh, I'm like, maybe she's away at a competition and I'm curious. I'm like, oh, are they on their way back yet? And maybe she like she can't respond to text or I don't want to bother her because I know she's busy doing other things Mm -hmm. where I'll just, you know, pull up the map and say, oh, nope, she's still there. Mm -hmm. So, yep, yeah, the the Weasley clock. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And um, and I I can see myself doing the same with this. It's not like I would sit there and, and track her everywhere about it's like, okay, now she's driving here. And she's going there. Oh, she was doing 35 in a 25 zone. And now she's, but you know, if she's, you know, I mean, if, if there's ever a situation where like she's out and doesn't respond to a text message or something like that, and is supposed to have been home an hour ago, then yeah, I, I could see maybe I would look. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, and I, I don't think, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that's helicoptery, but I don't know when you're talking about, like you said, vehicles are dangerous. There are two ten rolling death death machines mm. hurtling down the interstate at sixty five miles an hour, seventy five miles an hour. Yeah, you know. I'm like trying to think, like what, what is the, so like like what this what's the scenario? You're like, okay, 
she's out on a date Ugh. and <laughs> in, and as the car like what and she's an hour late okay and then what happens you're like you're like freaking out you're freaking out you're like open up the app okay i could see the car's still at the movies you know yeah, theater closed an hour ago <laughs> yeah can you turn on the yeah. microphone in the car and be like can um, you call it <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean you could call her phone but come on <laughs> but just turning on the speaker in the car and being like um no no thanks camera turn on the camera no. in the car <laughs> no 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 <laughs> okay so there's a line yeah there's a line oh man That's, i don't know yeah, i mean and, and and you know, I thought it was interesting that their their safe driving report. And you know, is is that something I would want to know? Like, I, I can't decide. I if I if that okay. Here's a here's a real life real life me. I mean, okay. when we were in high school, I mean, when I was fourteen or fifteen, I had a friend who was a little bit older. He's about a year and a half older than me, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he got his license way before us, and we were like. You know, don't go. The, the rule was don't go outside of a particular radius, right? Which was something like the local little movie theater, which was about three miles. It was about three miles. Mm-hmm. And of course, the very first time we went out, we drove to Newport, which was like twenty miles away and like over two bridges, right? And you know, and and all of the bad things that a kid would do—not all, but like the obvious bad things a kid would do with a car we did right so what now the thing i'm wondering is would i've done it anyway and and tried to like clear my driving history like my browser history right or just been like okay this is worth facing the consequences right or would i've just not done it and just been like ah there's no like we're definitely busted if we do this we are definitely busted so Mm -hmm. never mind yeah, I mean, there's a there's a part of me that's like on the one hand I'm like okay this is this is about driving a motor vehicle it concerns my kids safety safety on the other hand I'm I'm thinking you know getting out on your own and driving for the first time and experiencing all of that and making these decisions and things that's that feels like some kind of rite of passage yeah that sort of because the the whole mm-hmm. oh, I hate driving but when I was little I liked it because it was freedom right so if it's not freedom then. I suppose it loses that feeling. I'm not sure I care, but so here's here's oh, a right. here's a related thing that I know like lots and lots of kids around here, you know, I'm in a college town, lots of kids around here take mm-hmm. Ubers everywhere. Everywhere. They'll take an Uber like four blocks. And the thing about that is it's super tracked. But nobody yeah. nobody cares about like does anybody care about that? I don't I don't think so. I've never heard anybody anybody raise the privacy concerns about using Uber or Lyft and, uh, you know, other than them, other than Uber, like flagrantly violating the, right. you know, the, the user, uh, normal user data protection laws. But really, I, I don't know, like when you, when I get in a regular car and go somewhere, really, there's no, like no one knows where I am. You know what I mean? And you're, you're like, off grid in a sense, but it doesn't, but I don't care. Like, I'm not like, Oh sweet. I can drive around and no one knows where I am. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm old <laughs> right. though. So, so maybe I don't care. Factor. Right. A teenager probably cares about that. 
I mean, I, I can sit here with my web browser open and and track real time the location of the thing I ordered from Amazon on the UPS truck. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I've heard people say that the sort of the sort of like people who roll their eyes at privacy concerns, and I I'm almost one of those people because I'm like, mm-hmm. look. Privacy, yeah, I suppose there's an argument to be made that it's the basis of a democracy or it's a one of the pillars of a democracy is is, uh, is privacy. But I just don't see it. It's gone, though. Like, it's not, it doesn't exist, really. It's kind of an illusion. Yeah, the already. privacy side, the privacy side of things doesn't bother me at all. Um, I would have, just purely from a privacy perspective, I would have no problems pulling up a map to see where my kid is at. Cause it's, it's like, like you said, privacy is not a thing. It's an illusion. Hmm. Um, I think, I think where it bothers me, the idea of tracking my kid where is where it bothers me is that I want to build a relationship of trust. Hmm. Yeah. There's another thing too, that's closely related, which is I want them to learn how to do stuff without being watched all the time. Yeah, exactly. And you want them to have that independence. Mm. It's like if they're constantly doing, yeah, this is, well, this is similar to the, the Chinese government thing, the social score where we were like, does it matter? And I think it does. Does it matter if people are doing the right things for the wrong reasons or is it important that they do the right things for the right reasons? In other words, like, I would like to beat this guy up, but I'm not going to for, because I don't want to get punished rather than I don't want to beat this guy up. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Or, or even I want to, but I'm not going to because I know that's morally wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Does it matter? I'm not sh- I'm not positive. It matters because I think the, the, uh, the right reason heavy air quotes there is probably based on, you know, rules from some Judeo-Christian tradition that I am, uh, you know, right. attached to. Right, or a particular to. culture. Or, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, okay, so instead of a church, it's the government. Okay. And then, like, over time, presumably, the, the, um, the, the, the actual behavior would just sort of be self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, people just don't do that. Right. The, because the government punishes you would become the right reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, well put. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, I think there are, there are certainly, of course, certain, certain moral things that I, I, I think it's just human nature to want to, to, to do or not do or, or that, that feel right on a, on a level that's, that goes deeper than that, that I think it's just basic human instinct to, but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong there. Humans <laughs> I'm not, are, Humans are pretty unpredictable. Yeah, I don't disagree, um, but I definitely am not sure. Yeah, so yeah, now that I now that I say it out loud, I'm not sure either. <laughs> in in my in my ideal altruistic world, <laughs> right. my, my we all just want to be kind to each other. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> yeah, and is it important to do it for the right reasons versus just having any reason? Um, I agree. I don't. I don't know if. It, I think it does when you're first beginning to form those things that like that sort of that sort of foundation for which you will make these these moral decisions and stuff on i think having having reasons deeper than because i said so are important when you're laying the groundwork mm-hmm. right it it's this weird it's this weird if you think about it on a long timeline i'm like okay is it 
self-control it's a different kind of self-control. It's like a third-party self-control. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm controlling myself because fear of punishment from a third party or promise of a reward from a third party. Right. It's like intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Exa- yeah. Exactly. I'm glad you said that because now I don't have to waffle around for 10 minutes trying to figure out what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, it feels to me like intrinsic motivation is the, it's the more le- important one to have you would think right like it's that's character like that is a Mm -hmm. that's a person who it feels like a stronger person i guess yeah it's like that like that's character that's work ethic that's yeah right and like what like what happens the flip side of that though is if it's extrinsic motivation all the time and you know the argument being that oh well what happens if that that external motivation goes away, then it's going to be riots in the streets, but maybe not, you know, cause if it, if it was there for a long time, the behaviors are probably kind of habitual at that point mm-hmm. or is, or is are the inmates just waiting for any chance to kill the guards <laughs> the whole time, right. you know, right. Maybe they are. And I think realistically, I think realistically life, life is a mix. I mean, I wouldn't get up and go to work every day if I wasn't getting a paycheck. So that's definitely an an extrinsic motivation. (laughs) But now that I'm there and working, I'm intrinsically motivated to do well at my job because that's just the the person I am. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. When you stop paying people, they tend to stop showing up. Yeah. Interesting. But here's the thing, though. You would still work. Like, not necessarily. Like, you wouldn't just sit around and watch TV, though. So... It's like, imagine yeah, if you I hit, find something productive to do with my time. Right. Like if you hit the lottery and you're like, oh, you know what? I don't need money anymore. I, it's impossible for me to picture you just being like, you know, like dorking around on the like right on lawnmower all day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. No, I'm probably going to still be building software. It'll just be the software I want to build. Right. Or, or painting or something like something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like we strayed a long way from tracking teenagers and vehicles. Yeah. But I guess it all kind of comes back to that. Right, though. it kind of does. It's like, and that's what I was trying to get at with, with her an hour late in the cars in the movie parking lot. Like, what are you actually going to do with that information? I don't know, because it still doesn't tell me, like, is she safe? Right, it doesn't it tell you anything. It just tells me anything. where she is. Right, where it tells you where the car is. So, right. like, what... Because I'm, I'm trying to put myself in the same situation. I'm like, what... What is that? I guess with a, with a, with a, so I was basically a bad kid. So, okay. so I know like if that had been a thing and I didn't know about it, like, okay. So there's a couple of scenarios. One is I do something that I'm not supposed to do, but everything's fine mm-hmm. and I get in trouble and grounded or whatever. Like I go, I go to Newport, I come back. It was, it was like 20 miles instead of three. I get in trouble and yeah, whatever. Then there's the, I don't go out of, you know, I, I stick with the rules. Okay. And then there's the, I go outside of the rules and something bad happens. So for my, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to put myself in my dad's shoes. The only one, everything gets worse. Basically everything gets worse with the tracking because now all the times that I, everything actually turned out fine and he didn't know that I broke the rules, but everything turned out fine. Uh, he's like, now, I mean, now he's got to, you know, it's no fun yelling at your kid. Like it's not fun. No, it's not. It's, 
it's no fun and and it's just gonna especially at that age it's gonna push them away from you yeah it's horrible the whole yeah, thing is and horrible I mean, yeah, I mean, my my goal as a parent of a teenager is to have a kid that feels comfortable coming to me and talking to me about the stuff that's going on in her life, so that there is a problem, I will become aware of it because she'll be okay telling me about it. Right, right. And that's the way you're going to find out. Yeah, yeah. And tracking does not does not do anything at all to foster that. It, it does quite the opposite. Mm. So the only the only so yeah, and if something bad happens, they're going to find out anyway. Right. So the of the three options, the middle it makes the middle option worse for both parties. Mm-hmm. The only thing it potentially could do is motivate me to not break the rules in the first place, which seems like the wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm I'm not convinced that that rule breaking isn't to some degree like developmentally healthy at that age. Mm. Yes, good point. That's kind of my job now. Like think about how to like people, people as a consultant, that's kind of your job. Like people think about things in a particular way and they need somebody to can color outside the lines. Right. And I mean, teenagers are, they're at a stage where they're, they have to learn how to function as independent adults without your, your influence and, and oversight and going outside the lines is probably a helpful tool in developing that skill at some points. Yeah, there's like no way you're going to transfer all your knowledge to them. Right. Like they have to learn some stuff on their own. There's too much to learn. Right, and some things can only be learned by making mistakes. Mm-hmm. All right, so now, okay, I, I'm back in the don't track. I'm back in yeah, the don't I, track I am, camp. I am, I am too. <laughs> we but talked I'm still ourselves tempted off to, the ledge. I, I, yeah, we did, but I'm still tempted to pay 15 bucks a month for it, for the vehicle diagnostics and the crash detection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I think, I think the crash detection is totally different than tracking. Totally. I 100% agree. So that's cool. I'm so just, it, I'm, just it, I'm, I'm kind of worried that I would be tempted because the other features are there though, just as a concerned parent, but I don't think it's healthy. Yeah. So here's the, I mentioned browser history before I have told Cooper, I'm like Cooper, cause he, he's allowed on, uh, on his computer. He's allowed to go on YouTube, like full on mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm-hmm. I actually got him YouTube red because the ads were so bad. Ah, but because you could be on like FGTV or like some kids, some kids video and like the ads are, are just like off the chart. Like what's Cialis dad? Like, <laughs> right. Why are those, why are those two parents smiling at each other so much? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I'm like, come on YouTube. Jeez. So anyway, so I got this So the ads. I blocked the ads. So that was fine. But he, he's got like full access to YouTube and on mm-hmm. one occasion, he clicked on like some related video <laughs> that was like a total horror movie thing that just terrified him. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, I knew there was one time I could tell that he was like going out of bounds. I could tell because he was like, he would like hide the window every time I came near and stuff. And I'm like, Cooper, you know that everything you do on there is tracked. There's like a history of everything. So anybody can just go in there and look and see everything you've been watching. And he's like, you know, the eyes go saucer wide <laughs> and that was it, you know, and mm-hmm. every, every once in a while he'll say, dad, be like, what? And he goes, listen, I, I, the thing was on yeah. autoplay and it, it came on. I didn't watch it. I turned it off immediately. And, you know, he's, he's like, yeah. And that's kind of the same thing with the car, except for I never check it. Right. Like I told Kara when she got her first cell phone at 13, I said, 
I reserve the right to look at the contents of this phone anytime I want to. Yeah, without warning. Yeah, but she's never given me a reason to. Right. Right. I don't know. So it's kind of like, and I guess that goes back to the Uber thing. Like you could, like all that, all of your travel information is tracked, but it's, it would be, it would take an effort to like review it, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe it's, I mean, it's not, I mean, hardly anything's black and white anyways. This is probably one of those things where it's like, yeah, the, the breadcrumbs exist. Like somebody could, you know, whatever, if you're involved in something really bad, the FBI could track something down, but it's probably beyond the capabilities or motivation of your parent to do it. But the fact that knowing that it exists, I think is probably, that's a different thing, but, uh, yeah, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely down back off the wall. Like, I don't, I don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm back to wouldn't help anything. (laughs) I I don't think it would. I think it, the only thing I can see it actually helping is maybe like getting to your kid in an emergency. And and that's where, again, I'm like, okay, then the only thing I need is the crash detection to let me know if and where there's a crash. Mm -hmm. Because if it's not a, if it's not your, your life is in danger or you have been injured and need assistance, then I, I don't care. I mean, I care, but yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a situation they got in and they're going to have to figure out how to get out of it. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And if they need help, they'll call for it. Right. Exactly. All right. We're in agreement. (laughs) That was close. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right, cool. Anything else? Uh, Here's one last thing. One last thing. This is from Verizon, which I think is interesting. Yeah. That was a little interesting to me too. Yeah. And it's funny because if it was from, oh, I don't know, like if it was from Progressive Insurance, no way, Mm -hmm. no way would I buy this, which is funny because if it just, if it didn't say it was from Verizon, it just didn't say at all who it was from. I wouldn't even think about that. But if it just so happened to be like an insurance company name on there, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know why I would be against that, but I. Because you wouldn't want them looking at your driving history and driving patterns and basing your insurance rates on that. Yeah, but I'm a good driver. Like I, I, I actually, I'm a terrible driver, but I'm a slow driver. Like I'm a safe driver. <laughs> like people can't stand driving with me, but I'm a safe driver. But I still don't want because I feel like Verizon doesn't really. Uh, this is probably wrong now that I think about it. Like I feel like Verizon they don't have. Care. Verizon doesn't care. Progressive does, and so they're going to take that data and use it for something. And it's like that's not what I want this for. Yeah, but is Verizon going to take that data and sell it to Progressive? Almost certainly, yeah, I'm sure. And, it, and you're agreeing to it in the in the EULA you're not going to read. Mm-hmm. Right, and actually before the call we were talking about like, wow, I'm surprised they're even allowed to plug it into the the diagnostic port in the cars. And, and I'll, bet, I'll bet you there's some partnership going on, a three-way partnership between Verizon, the car manufacturers that this thing supports, and insurance companies. Mm-hmm. And now do I still think it's, I guess I, I, guess I don't care. I, I like, I really like the <laughs> diagnostics thing. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, I really like the diagnostics and, and the idea of at least being able to wear, to be aware if something happens to one of my family members when they're out in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this thing's got 4.7 out of five stars across 9,000 ratings in the iTunes mm-hmm. app store, which is really, really impressive. That's hard. Yeah. So, huh? I might actually look into this. Of course, I have AT and T. Yeah, I, I do as well. You don't. You don't have to have Verizon cell service to, oh, to really? get it. Apparently, yeah. 
Yeah, apparently it has like I think you just you just pay their monthly subscription. I think if you have Verizon Wireless, then maybe you don't have to pay or you pay less or something. But if you don't have Verizon Wireless, you just pay a monthly subscription that I think is like fifteen bucks. Huh. Interesting. All right, folks. Well this this episode was brought to you by Hum by Verizon Telematics. <laughs> Inc. Yeah, and if Verizon, if you would like to, to give us a percentage of your sales from this episode, <laughs> we'll we'll take our, our 25 cents. Exactly. Thank you very much. All right. That's it for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we hope you join us again next week for Terrifying Robot Dog. Bye.